Hey, it's Casey. And Lauren. And this is... Magnum B.I., the <laughs> podcast where we dive deep into a new topic each week. Per usual, we're going to add a little bit of comedy, a little bit of banter, and... Ba-doom. I tried playing drums for the first time today. How did it go? It actually went really well. Yeah? It was fun. Um, I didn't realize, and maybe this is a stupid thing to say... Um, but I didn't realize that you could just fucking wail on them. Mm-hmm. You just really get into it. So I was going. It was awesome. It was like what I imagine going to a rage room would be like and just fucking hitting That'd things. That would be so fun. It was amazing. And my roommates and I started working on learning how to play Crazy Train together. So I was just going. And if you're wondering, no, I am not interested in learning how to beatbox. For any or all acapella groups that are interested, I'm already signed to a non-disclosure agreement with the Pentatonix. Stay away, you scary motherfuckers. (laughs) I hate those fucking people. I am terrified. (laughs) I don't want to be scouted. (laughs) This is my biggest fear. Um, What was your favorite drum to hit? Um, <laughs> That's like a really bad first date question. <laughs> uh, so what's your f- uh, favorite drum to hit? Uh, I like the big one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me too. Yeah, no. Um, I um, I I really like the snare because you can yeah. fucking get into it and it's just it sounds good. It's like it's so satisfying, right? It's just fun. How many pieces are on her set? Oh, now I have to try and visualize it in my mind. There's two mid-sized drums that are in front of the big one <laughs> and then there's the snare and another one to the other side so that's one two three there's five drums and then there's three cymbals there's three cymbals yeah there's actually a lot damn i know it's a full set is it in the basement it is in the basement that's really exciting yeah it's really fun to play i might have to do it some more sometime fun preferably when everyone else is gone so they don't hear me <laughs> fucking up over <laughs> yeah, well, and over yeah. again but it is what it is my um dad briefly talked about getting a drum set really and putting it in our basement and my mom <laughs> she shut that down she was like you're not doing that that's <laughs> not happening man shelly god <laughs> how could you i really don't blame her <laughs> <laughs> well casey speaking of um men experiencing midlife crises <laughs> purchasing <laughs> instruments and deciding to join the counterculture what are we talking about today um so this week yeah finally yeah we're going to be talking about 2010s hipster Tumblr culture. I'm so fucking excited. Oh, I have a lot to say. <laughs> I cannot wait. Oh, I have a lot to say. <sighs> Shall we get into it? Let's get into it. Slide. We're going to open mm-hmm. with something I don't think I've ever done on the pod before. Um, but I want to read a little, like, vignette just to kind of, like, set the scene. You're going to monologue? I'm going to – it's, like, short story adjacent. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, I'm going to settle in. For my classes, I'm in social work school. I'm getting my master of social work. And a lot of our classes, we – well, one in particular, we have to write little, like, vignettes 
about a mental disorder, and then people have to guess what mental disorder it is. It's, it's a lot more fun than you'd think. And your disorder of the day is hipster <laughs> culture. But I kind of just like borrowed from our, this class activity okay. to write about this. Go so. on. <clears throat> Set the scene. Yes. It's 2014. You are at a house party in Bushwick. Your long hair is parted to the side with a small bump in the middle of your scalp. You're wearing a baggy flannel jacket, Doc Martin boots, and large, chunky black glasses. No way. You're drinking a Pabst Blue Ribbon. <laughs> Along with some black coffee and a cup of green tea, this is all you've put in your body today, and you're feeling a little lightheaded. While waiting for your friends to return from taking Polaroids in the bathroom, you bop your head to the Foster the People song playing overhead. You make eye contact with an attractive man, standing alone by the punch bowl. He has a long, well-trimmed beard, complemented by the handlebar mustache above his lip. I'm sorry, go on. I'm trying not to laugh. His knit beanie. I wanted to be her. <laughs> I thought I was her. <laughs> Go on. His knit beanie is hanging slightly off the back of his head. Yes. As if it's about to fall from his strong quaff of hair. His one hand is hooked to, the, to his suspenders with a thumb tucked underneath the elastic band. The other hand is holding the sleeve of a vinyl record. It's the Arctic Monkeys album, AM. No. <laughs> Do you like this song? He noticed how you were dancing in place. I think you'd love the Arctic Monkeys. Just as you're about to respond to tell him that you've heard the Arctic Monkeys, that you were at their concert before they were cool, your Pabst of Pabst Blue Ribbon slips from your hand and onto the floor. A drop of beer dots his shiny Oxford shoe. I'm so sorry, you say. You bend to retrieve the hollow can, but your knees can barely bend under the pressure of skinny jeans. He snatches the, the can before you. Don't apologize, he insists. You now notice a feather tattoo down the side of his forearm. I, tr I thrifted these shoes anyway. The man takes you outside and you board his tandem bike. <laughs> it looks vintage, but rides like it was just manufactured yesterday. He takes you down a few streets and toward his walk-up brownstone apartment. Just before turning the corner onto his block... He points out a coffee shop on your left. I'm a barista there, he says. The back of his head smells like cigarettes and the dust of library books. Do you like it there? You ask. I just quit my job at Urban Outfitters. I'm looking for a new place to work. He shakes his head. Wouldn't recommend it, he admits. Without a beat, he continues. Too many hipsters. Scene. And scene. Casey, thank you. Thank you. I will be thank putting that you. in a literary mag. I'll uh, update when it's out. So. Wow. Uh, that <laughs> took me back. I was there. I Isn't was, that haunted? I was there. Dude, I I am. Okay. I, I think back, you know, back to that time. 
<laughs> and I think to myself, oh, it would have been so cool to have been like our age now, but like in 2008. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine you're on the dance floor and Poker Face by Lady Gaga oh, is playing? Oh. I would be transcendental. No, no fucking way. I would be going through time. No However, way. you would also be living that experience yeah. and you would be stuck between beanie boy and man bun guy yeah like my brother what because he's nine years older than me mm-hmm. so in 2009 he was graduating high school oh my god so he was 18 when like he was there yeah when like poker face when lily allen when all of that and then like because i'd say this hipster tumblr era probably peaked i like peaked in like 2013 or 14 yes so my brother who was not at all a part of this scene at all but like hypothetically he would have been like what like 23 24 that's perfect i know and so okay damn so so, uh, i'm gonna walk back opportunities lost (laughs) sorry seriously (laughs) so i in this episode i kind of we're gonna have more of like a discussion episode rather than like a script yeah um, but I kind of want to touch on five key themes Ooh. of this era. Okay. One, fashion. Yes. Two, music. Yes. Three, cities. Mm-hmm. Four, Tumblr. Mm-hmm. And five, I'm not a hipster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so for context, I was in like early 2010s, like 2012 through like 2015, give or take, mm-hmm. was on tumblr mm-hmm. and i was like i was on tumblr yes you were like chronically yes um i had a blog which was like an aesthetic blog which if you don't know if you don't know what tumblr is period <laughs> it's like think of pinterest it's kind of but set up more like instagram yeah like yeah. pinterest meets instagram meets twitter yes if they all had a baby yes and it's blue and it's blue. Like a deep blue. <laughs> a dark blue. It was all about, like, fandom um, and progressive politics, but also about, like, aesthetics. Mm-hmm. I'd say those were, like, its three staples. And gay. And gay. Yeah. It was very gay. It was so gay. <laughs> it, yeah. It was, like, a social media site that not everyone was using mm-hmm. and only, like, a niche demographic of people really used. Mm-hmm. I.e. Tum- uh, I.e. hipsters. Yes. Um, and for context, I had a lot of followers on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> How many, Casey? Spill the beans. 24,000. 24,000? 24,000. Holy shit. Um, but Tumblr was really big because it fostered this environment where people could find their own community around, mm-hmm. like, really niche-specific interests. Yes. And could, like, exist in an echo chamber around that and sort of curate their own brands and their own aesthetics. Mm -hmm. And I had one of those blogs that was devoted just to, like, really pretty pictures and, like, an aesthetic that I found really satisfying. That is so crazy. It was just, like, a big Pinterest board. I still can't believe that you were, like, an aesthetic blogger. Yeah. I I can't believe you weren't, like, a sad poetry blogger. Oh, that was in there. Okay. (laughs) No, that was 100% in there. I was like, just pictures? No way. Yeah, no, that was in there. But it, um, mine sort of range from like it started it started as like boho uh-huh. like i live in a van you live in a van and then it moved into like grunge like uh-huh doc martens and polaroid pictures mm-hmm. and then it moved into like i go clubbing <laughs> and you were 14 and i was 14 <laughs> and then it kind of settled at the end in like 
everything was like peach and like tan Ooh. and yellow. Nude? Yeah, nude. Very nude. Very what Kim Kardashian's doing now. Oh, you were skims? I was skims. Okay. I understand. I skims. Was skims. <laughs> um, I am skims. I'm skims. <laughs> but yeah, it was just, it was all about curating aesthetics and um, the hipster aesthetic was sort of, it wasn't born there, but it, it made its goddamn name there. It sure did. I can picture a girl with her hair swept all the way to one side. Mm-hmm. She has a plaid shirt, a black tank top underneath, skinny jeans, and Doc Martens. And she's like, <laughs> got the chunky nerd glasses. Mm-hmm. And she's crossing her eyes and sticking her tongue out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that is hipster Tumblr. And she has like a handlebar mustache drawn on, on her one finger. index finger. And she's putting it under yeah. her lip. She's yeah. like, mm. yep. <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was all of it. And yeah. a fedora. Oh, and the fedora. I had a fedora. A fedora? I did. I also had a fedora. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> they were, fedoras were like weirdly polarizing though because some of them loved them mm-hmm. and some of them hated them and, and then, you really had to pick a camp. <laughs> you really did. And then I would say maybe like a year after I bought mine, they became the cringiest yeah. thing you could possibly own. No, legit. And I had to retire mine immediately. And I, was I threw like, mine away. You threw it away? Because I was so worried about some like... Someone seeing it in your closet. Yeah, like, <laughs> like a 13-year-old is going to see the fedora in my closet. Like, oh my God, Casey, cringe. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but it was so all about fashion. It, it was. was all about fashion. Yeah, it really was. And like you just named a bunch of female trends. Yes, I did. And like for the men. So for there was a whole thing that it was like for women. Mm-hmm clothes were supposed to be big so like you mentioned yes. like a big flannel yeah i still i still love a giant shirt they're back yeah they're very much back yeah for men the clothes were supposed to be really tiny <laughs> so men were encouraged to wear clothes that were like like i would go to pack sun mm-hmm. or like occasionally occasionally urban outfitters or like something like that and mm-hmm. i would buy shirts that were like three sizes too small no way and i was already fucking tiny uh-huh. back then and I would buy like skinny little jeans. Skinny little jeans. Everything was supposed to be for men was supposed to be like skin tight. Huh. And the other thing in fashion overall was it was either supposed to be it it was it was not supposed to be like new clothes. You were not. Yes. And it wasn't even in like a like I think today. So I'm like I'm just gonna fucking rant through this whole thing. I'm so sorry. But <laughs> today it was like today it's like people don't buy new clothes because it's unethical and and environmentally bad and like yada yada Mm -hmm. there was not much discourse around that no nobody cared it was just like cool to get thrifted clothes exactly because if you got new stuff and made it look old or you got new Mm -hmm. stuff and tried to pass it off as old you were a poser yep yep and you never wanted to be a poser but people did though yeah like all of my fucking american eagle shirts they were new as hell but yeah. they looked old yeah. and i would tell people they were thrifted yes <laughs> when exactly. they were not <laughs> exactly because the distressed look was in yeah yeah still is still is and it and name brands were bad yep you did not like because remember in like the 2000 when we were kids yeah everyone had like hollister or crosser trust juicy or arrow or juicy yeah yeah <laughs> that was so out yes that was so mm-hmm. that was such a faux pas like yeah. that was out yep but it's so funny it's come back mm-hmm. like the juicy tracksuits have come back i would say ironically mm-hmm. i want one because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they're funny yeah. i don't know because you look back at 2000s fashion 
go watch our 2000s fashion episode. Please. And you're like, what the fuck was wrong with these people? But also, it's kind of a slay. Be- and I think it was like a reaction to that, too. Yes. Because it was yes. like 2000s fashion was like, was, you know, you just you just went shopping and you have all the clothes that were on the rack. Yes. And they're new and they have brands on them. Mm-hmm. And they're bedazzled. Yeah. And it was over the top and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then hipster culture went back to grunge yes and it was like i want everything to be old and ratty and disgusting Mm -hmm. and not fit me right Mm -hmm. but at the same time secretly i got this for 90 dollars at urban outfitter (laughs) you know and also i'm hot underneath and just as petty as every single person wearing a juicy couture sweatshirt and i'm gonna look down on them yeah i'm gonna like think that they're like so shitty exactly it was all about the fashion. It literally was. And big glasses. <laughs> Those giant glasses. I remember getting a pair of like, do you remember when you went to see a 3D movie and you got the glasses and you mm-hmm. poked the mm-hmm. lenses out so you could have the nerd glasses? Mm-hmm. I did that and I put like a little bit of duct tape on the <laughs> on the bridge of the glasses. I think it was neon pink duct tape because I was like, yeah, I'm different. For Halloween or because you were just like day Because to day. I was like that. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, dead ass. Because I was like that. And yeah. I had matching p- neon pink fingerless fishnet gloves. Yep. Because I was like that. Yep. <laughs> and, I, I, and I bought, because I, I wear glasses now when I like drive, mm-hmm. but I didn't really need glasses when I was young. And mm-hmm. I bought fake, fake glasses, mm-hmm. fake big hipster glasses. And I would yep. wear them to school and people would be like, those aren't real. And I'd be like, yeah, they are. Like... What do you think? I'm a poser? Like, I'm not a poser. Say it to my face. I have 23,000 followers on Tumblr and I can't (laughs) vote or drive. (laughs) And also, my entire blog is dedicated to clubbing, which I can't do. (laughs) But I am not a poser. No. No. Never. Ever. Ever. I never thought about that, actually. Fuck. (laughs) Um, Our next little category. Yes. Music. Oh, the music. So can you name some hipster Tumblr era that you can think of? Uh, Mumford artists? and Sons. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Arctic Monkeys, yep. the 1975. Mm-hmm. Um, early Fallout Boy, mm-hmm. kind of. Let me think, who else? Um, Halsey before she became big. Mm-hmm. She started on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Lily Allen? Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. Those that was a really good list. Thank you. I was in it. Yeah. I was there. Um, I'll add. Yes. Lana Del Rey. Oh, how silly of me. <laughs> Lana, Lana and Marina and, and Melanie. Melanie. Oh, Melanie. Melanie. She's back again. Yeah, I she know. She has a new album coming out. So yeah. I, I still really like music. We could talk about Yeah. We both are like, ooh, controversial thought incoming. Yeah. For people who don't know why that's controversial, we're not going to say. Yeah, we're not going to say. <laughs> <laughs> however. Um, however. Um, uh, who else? Uh, fucking, I don't know if you know her. It's, she kind of fell off, but Sky Ferreira. No. She had like, she was grunge as hell. She yep. had huge curly blonde hair uh-huh. and dark eyeshadow and dark lipstick. And she sang like sad songs. Her like big song was called Everything is Annoying. Huh. Um, no, that's a really solid list. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but the music too, it was like, you were not supposed to like pop music. No, it was a sin. If yep. you knew what was playing on the radio, they yep. were like, you listen to Taylor Swift. Yep. Ew. 
Yeah. And I was guilty of that as hell. I used to bully my sister because she listened to T-Swift. I was like, that's awful. But now I go back and I listen to the old albums, like the first two that are like actually kind of country. And I'm like, and just another picture of the bird. <laughs> and I fucking get I into hate it. hate that stupid, stupid old pickup truck. I love yeah. that shit. It's good. And but we, at the time. And like the middle Taylor albums too. We missed because yeah. we were in an era where we were like, I am not listening to that album. Cringe. Yeah. I would never. <laughs> and, but they're good. Yeah, they're good. Red's good. It, it was, you were not supposed to like popular music. No. I like would actively go into my whatever streaming music platform. I don't even know if streaming was a thing yet. Whatever I used back then. She used to use Pandora. Yeah. Yeah. I had though, I had, sidebar, a really good really well curated pandora oh you lucky dog mine was always terrible i don't know why i had an amazing one <sighs> okay i wish i could find it <laughs> i probably could that'd be a fun game yeah that would be fun anyway. dig out casey's old pandora account yeah yeah but no i would go into my old streaming platforms and i would purposefully get rid of songs that were pop really because i was like i can't be listening to a song that everyone knows and like when summertime sadness by Lana Del Rey, <gasps> which i loved became a mainstream song it got remixed it became a mainstream yeah, song yeah suddenly i was like um i don't like that song <gasps> everyone loves that no song. way you really did that because i would only like the lana songs that people didn't know i would only like the lana songs that were on tumblr halsey yeah like you said was really big on tumblr i love all of her old stuff i got really into it on tumblr mm-hmm. when she started going mainstream Everyone on Tumblr was like, she's gone so mainstream. She's like, such a poser. She's such a poser. Like, she went, she sold out so bad. That's crazy. I feel like the most I did is, like, if I heard, like, a song come on the radio that was popular, I would just be like, oh, my God, that's so bad. I hate this yeah. song. We need to change it. I, I, I don't think I removed stuff from my library, though. That's intense. Well, the question is, did you say that? But then secretly like the song. Yeah. 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 <laughs> because it was all for clout. Yeah. Like before clout was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Because it was like I would hear, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a Call Me Maybe. Call Me Maybe. Sure. Yep. I would hear like Call Me Maybe and I would be like, this fucking sucks. I don't even know what the song is. Mm-hmm. Like This I is so will never listen overplayed. To that. This is so overplayed. And then like secretly at night. I would go on like a private streaming session and I would be like, hey, I just met you. <laughs> like in the shower when you think no one is home and then it's like, oh God, mom. Not even that. Really? I, to my parents even. I was like so brainwashed by this shit. Well, I did that too, actually. <laughs> I did that too because yeah. I was 13. Yeah. <laughs> the music was so big too. It was. Um, Cities. Cities? Everyone on Tumblr wanted to be in like Bushwick, Brooklyn. Okay. Or in Portland, Oregon. I was going to say yeah. Portland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, where the fuck is Bushwick? <laughs> but I'm just bad at geography. <laughs> yeah. Or like... Um, Portland was big. Seattle was really big. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where... Wasn't there... They're drinking. I hear. <laughs> I feel like um, I feel like Maine was also romanticized State a lot. Of Maine. Yeah. yeah, New England. Yes, New England in general, like the pine tree aesthetic, mm-hmm. just like that entire vibe, just very like like uh, romanticized northeastern America. Yep. Log cabins, exposed brick. Yep. Campfires, flannel, flannel. Yep. 
flannel Jesus, like lumberjack like Wood. sexy lumberjack yes yes that was so like everyone there were these like epicenters of the hipster well like kind of allegedly <laughs> a mecca uh, yeah a mecca <laughs> of the hipster culture where like if you lived in Bro- if you lived in brooklyn if you lived in portland if you lived in maine if you lived in seattle mm-hmm. you like drank your coffee black mm-hmm. and you you know walked around reading cool books and wearing scarves and like it was just it, on Tumblr. It was imagined that these were like these amazing, mm-hmm. amazing places with people who were like you, mm-hmm. and that in your small little hometown, mm-hmm. it was just like shit. So I grew up on Tumblr, being like, I need to get the fuck out of my hometown. Yeah. Like, there's nothing going on here. I'm so bored here. Like, meh. yeah. When in reality, like, I was just sort of jaded. Yeah, you were thirteen. <laughs> I was thirteen and jaded. I wonder. I wonder though if like if those places were ever actually that or if it's just like an entirely fabricated idea you know what i mean because like i feel like at least back then the internet wasn't quite as like fully globalized yet Mm -hmm. there were still like pockets of things where it's like very isolated you know you don't have tiktok where like suddenly on your for you page you'll see like this is what it's like to live in a high-rise in brooklyn new york yeah so I don't know how much of it was fantasy and how much of it was real. No, that's a really good question, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really, really good question. Did the Mecca exist? Could I have gone there? Or was it on Tumblr? Or was it a dream all along? Was it simply a dream? <laughs> Nobody knows. We're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> I'm in Bushwick. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. I mean, and it's like, and this this will be like a closing anecdote for me too but it's like in the 60s mm-hmm. everyone like got up from their small town and they went to san francisco or they went to woodstock or they went to wherever had like-minded people yeah because the internet couldn't connect them in the same way yes and it's like on tumblr these cultures were all or this subculture was all kind of connected already online yeah so it's like were these places just fantasies or were these places actually where people were like curating this life for themselves yeah and to take that one step further did it even necessarily need to be real yeah or was the idea of it just enough yeah exactly was that fuel enough i I would say it was i agree (laughs) but the cities were so everyone wanted to live in like one of these like four big main hipster cities i wonder (laughs) this is a total sidebar um i've been rereading twilight recently interesting (laughs) Um, and i feel like a lot of this is fully embodied in like the whole aesthetic that stephanie meyer curated for Mm -hmm. forks washington yeah Yeah. i wonder if that was a coincidence or if that was like a byproduct of twilight well yeah and i mean also edward being like wafy and wearing tight clothes and and white as hell very hipster and like quiet and mysterious and like is it to like weird stock rereading it as a 22 year old woman steamy why like sexy <laughs> like so sexy really I, out of I've left never read it. field i think you'd love it i think you would but i i remember reading the book when i was like 12 i was little uh-huh. and my mom gave it to me she's like you'll love this and i read it at the time and i was like oh my god this is crazy but now 
again, rereading it, I'm like, what the fuck? Hello? You're like, why am I turned on? No, I won't go as far as to say that. But I was like, oh my God, Stephanie, what are you doing? But yeah, yeah, the entire aesthetic is very hipstery. No, yeah, very like dark and brooding and mysterious. And, and like pine trees and it's a little gothic and there's flannel yeah. and it's rainy because we're in Washington. Mm. Yeah. And it's like ironic and like nothing is like serious and like, yeah. Until it is. <gasps> no spoilers <laughs> um so for which again we kind of talked about but tumblr just as a yes thing, as a whole as a whole <laughs> were you on tumblr um i was on tumblr but i was not on hipster tumblr mm-hmm. i was on fandom tumblr i was in like anime um homestuck tumblr yeah that was my vibe but even then, I wasn't, like, super into Tumblr. I had an account, and I would occasionally post, like, little drawings I did on there. And then I would, like, leave it. Yeah. I had a bunch of <laughs> old acquaintances and friends that were Tumblr famous for all the wrong reasons. For really bad reasons, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I didn't really find as much community on there. I felt like I kind of joined late to the party, so mm-hmm. I missed the wave. Because I think I joined after 2016. Oh, yeah. So I was out of the loop. Because there was a wave. Oh, yeah. Like, there was a there was a golden age. And then there was the downfall. And then there was the downfall. <laughs> yeah. And you were there since the golden age. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think, I know you, you said you didn't really get, like, into the, the culture on there. But mm-hmm. it was like... Um, kind of perfect in a lot of ways because in a way that was a lot more like intimate than twitter or instagram is there were a lot of different communities like there were a lot of different like sections and fandoms to which you could be involved Mm -hmm. and they would not overlap no not at all it was factions it was factions it was so factions and it's not like when you're on twitter today your feed is so chaotic and algorithmic and whatever that like you will even if you're on a certain side of twitter and you follow a lot of certain topics and things Mm -hmm. you will see just everything and it was not like that on tumblr you could perfectly curate your little theme and what you were into and it would not branch outside of that dude i just got nostalgic for days before algorithmic scrolling yep right oh my god that hit me like a truck i know i have to tell you remind me to this i'm not going to talk about it on the pod but remind me to tell you after this that relates to something we talked about in sex lab slay yeah but yeah i i I can hardly think about what it would be like nowadays to scroll through instagram and see everything chronologically like it used to be or like tumblr or twitter or anything yeah like chronologically tiktok wouldn't exist without that fucking algorithm it would not exist without that goddamn for you page it built the algorithm it literally did and it's like i miss when like call me (laughs) old-fashioned i miss when you could just like log into something and be like oh this is from two weeks ago and this is from three weeks ago and you just keep going and going and going and then you get to the end and you're done yep 
you're like, I've already seen this content. I'm not interested in the explore page. I'm good. Your and then you end. shut it off. It would end. And you're done. And yeah. that's it. You don't keep inst- like doom scrolling forever. And you only saw who you followed and, and what, what you they wanted. reposted and what you wanted. And that was it. There and was no advertisements. Nope. <laughs> it was just the end. And that's what Tumblr was. Tumblr was the pe- you, your feed was consisting of the people you followed mm-hmm. and the things that they reposted. Yep. And that was it. And they were all around a certain either aesthetic or fandom yep. culture or something. Yep. So your feed could be so perfectly curated <sighs> to what you were into. Casey, I miss that. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's why it was so good. And so I would do this thing mm-hmm. on Tumblr where I would go in. We're fine. It's just at 30 minutes. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was good. like, what are you pointing at? I was like, ah, oh, 30. <laughs> um, I would go in and I would do this thing where I was like, okay, Tumblr didn't have a follow system. So you followed people, but it, your follow count did not show up. Really? There was no way what? for you to show how many followers you had. There's it was, no way. No. That's crazy. There, so nobody knew that I had 24,000 followers. Just you? I would, po- like, I would post it on my thing, but it's not like Instagram where you would click on my profile, my blog, and it would immediately show my follower count. Oh. Like if you didn't want to share that information, it wouldn't share it for you. That's crazy. You I can't imagine to, that. I would have to go into my like about section and people would be like, I have this many followers. But you could lie too because it, there was no way of checking. It didn't show your followers. That's crazy. What it did show was your like reblog. So yes. it would show like how many reblogs, how many people shared your posts. So I would do this thing in the really early days where I would go on and I would be like, if you follow me and I like your aesthetic – I'll reblog X number of your posts. So follow I would for get follow. Essentially follow for yeah, follow. Yeah. So I would get a ton of followers. And then if I liked what they posted, I would go in and I would reblog and I would build this aesthetic and I would help them build their aesthetic and I would like do this whole thing. And it, it obviously kind of worked. So uh-huh. I sort of milked that. But it was it was just really interesting how there was no follow system Mm -hmm. but at the same time it was so much about like there were tumblr influencers that's so interesting (laughs) because i i not in the same way but i kind of did the same thing where (laughs) again instead of having an aesthetic blog this was on instagram i had a fandom account for do you want to guess what homestuck nope five nights at freddy's And, (laughs) (laughs) and you know i was like you know what because I was friends with a bunch of people that were also involved in the fandom. And I saw that, like, someone I actually knew in real life um, basically just would, and this is not ethical, I don't recommend you do this, would just, like, go onto Google and type in fan art of character from Five Nights at Freddy and would take it and repost it and just keep doing that over and over and over again and because it was kind of a similar thing back then where you would just like follow someone's account where it's like they only post five nights of freddy's content yeah he got like five thousand followers in a month wow just by reposting other people's art and like replying to their comments as this character they were like i'm the evil fox girl <laughs> and so i was like i want to get a bunch of instagram followers fast i'm gonna run an experiment so i did that for like two months 
I got a thousand followers, and then I deleted all of the Five Nights at Freddy's content and kept all the followers. And they were like, "Who is this fourteen-year-old that's posting on my feed?" That's smart as hell. So I did. I did that, and then I had like a thousand ghost followers on my Instagram, and I deleted the account because it was useless. That's smart as hell, though. I don't know if it was smart. I was just like taking advantage of the system. Well, see the difference between I. We sound so old. And weird. <laughs> But the difference, though, between now and then, though, is back then, if you suddenly changed what you posted about, people would see, would still yes. see you. and they would unfollow and you. And they would unfollow you. Yeah. Like, if I was on my Tumblr blog, I see everything of every person that I follow. Yeah. So I would unfollow them if their, like, aesthetic radically changed to something that I'm not interested exactly. in. But today, the algorithm... If they started posting different shit, mm-hmm. it would just not show you. Yes. And you would forget that you followed them to begin with. And then you would be a ghost follower on their account. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> and then one last thing on Tumblr. It, 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 and this could be a whole damn episode in and of itself, but mm-hmm. it permanently changed the way that I see the world and think about politics and society and all of those things. It mm-hmm. was so weirdly critical and progressive yeah. for being a website about yeah. aesthetics and fandoms. It was like it was groundbreaking at the time to have like a space on the internet that was like unapologetically left-leaning queer forward yep. feminist theory POC inclusive intersectional entirely yep. and unapologetic for it because I feel like back then like Reddit 4chan mm-hmm. 8chan god forbid was and still is like extremely horribly racist mm-hmm. it's like scum of the earth super awful insane rhetoric because it's anonymous and a lot of the internet still is anonymous mm-hmm. but on tumblr it was like in a way a safe haven for all these weird kids to come together yep. and to disseminate all this queer feminist theory mm-hmm. and i absolutely would not be the person i am today without that yeah at all i would be like these fucking libtards blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. <laughs> i i grew up in like a random middle of nowhere red leaning town same yeah so you know no tumblr <laughs> yeah i know i i was learning like like 300 400 level gender theory at 14 at 14 yes. on tumblr yes Yes, and I attribute a lot of that to why I consider myself to be such an accepting person. Me too. Because, like, if you're exposed to that kind of stuff when you're little, you're just going to see it when you're an adult and be like, oh, yeah, fuck it, whatever, they, them. Yeah. <laughs> it was, And it was like, like, I'm sure now if you could put me in a time machine and I go, go back to be on Tumblr for a day, first of all, I would cut off my fucking legs for that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that again. Oh, I would. <laughs> Secondly, I think now I would look at a lot of that that information and those those like posts, and I would be like, "Oh, mm-hmm. this is so basic and stupid." Well, yeah, back then. But like, but that was like that that laid the foundation for us to now be having like really like complex conversations about those things yeah absolutely we wouldn't have a fucking social justice true crime podcast without it no 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 and it was so good and i'm so glad that 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 i was exposed to that period and that kind of leads me to my next point yeah 
because Tumblr, a lot of people were like, oh, in my life at least, were mm-hmm. like, oh, I tried to use Tumblr, but like, I just don't really understand it. So like, I gave up. Mm-hmm. And it was like, we kind of gate gate capped Tumblr in the way that we gate capped hipster fashion and hipster Mm -hmm. culture and music and stuff in being like this is our thing you Mm -hmm. wouldn't understand we don't like your shit why would you like our shit kind of deal yeah and we would keep people off tumblr which then kept them away from those really good conversations and political things that were happening on there yeah but that leads me to my next point i'm not a hipster hipsters did not say they were hipsters and if you said you were a hipster you were not a hipster what end of story what I don't remember this being a part of the thing. Oh, it was, yeah, it was cornerstone. It was like, if you were a hipster and you were in that whole thing, Uh you liked everything before it was cool. You stopped liking things when it was cool, but you were not a hipster. So hipster was a slur? Hipster wasn't a, (laughs) yeah, maybe. It was not a slur, but it was just something you did not. I mean, you just, like, you got your clothes from thrift stores, and, like, you rode a bike, and you drank your coffee black, and, like, you had a mustache, but, like, I'm not, I'm not a hipster. And then the, the cheerleaders would be like, God, they're so hipster, and you'd be like, shut the fuck up, like, Bethany. I'm not a fucking hipster. Like, go listen to Lady Gaga. Ew. Like, you just were not a hipster. You <laughs> yes. Hipsters did not acknowledge it. That's so interesting. And I don't know why. I still don't know why. <laughs> but you did not acknowledge it. Maybe it's part of the gatekeeping thing. Probably. Yeah. And, the, and then when people would, would try to be a hipster and people would be like, oh, I'm going to wear like my, my Doc Martens today. And like, yeah. yes, queen. <laughs> You'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? What is wrong with you? Why do you look like that? Ew. Because you were gatekeeping this like identity that yes. you had that yes. they did not belong yes. to. Oh, that's so interesting. And I was such a little pretentious fuck. <laughs> and I'm saying all of this, and I, I should have opened with this, but, like, I was fucking annoying. I was fucking obnoxious, and yep. I was annoying. Yep. And I look back at it, and I'm like, why did you act like that? Why mm-hmm. did you behave like that? You, Like, not that I was mean to people. I was never mean to people, mm-hmm. but I was just, like, so pretentious and obnoxious. I was so obnoxious. But that's, that's just the way we were. It's because you were 13. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I wonder a lot if I was 13 right now on TikTok, what would I be like? I, oh man, that is a scary thought. Right? Because I, controversial opinion, if I ever have kids, and it hinges on the if, yeah. I do not want them touching the internet until they're at least 13. Smart. I don't want them on screens on fucking youtube on apps no Mm -hmm. they can watch tv they can watch netflix or fucking disney plus i don't care i saw so much shit before i was ready when i was 13 on the internet (laughs) i I would never wish that upon anybody ever same no same (laughs) and not even necessarily on tumblr like i think i saw shit that i wasn't mature enough to like, I saw the whole hipster thing, and I was just so immature that I was like, Oh, yeah, no. Fuck I'm... you, people. I'm moving to Seattle. Like, so that was kind of annoying. I didn't see, like, dangerous shit on Tumblr. Oh, no, 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 no. This has nothing to do with Tumblr. Yeah. I just mean in general. Like, I don't think I would let my, I don't think I would let my kids, like, run rampant on TikTok. Because I, you know, with, like, completely unmoderated internet access, you know, outside of Tumblr, saw some shit. Oh, yeah. I saw some shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Like, you should not watch porn before you have the birds and the bees talk with your parents. <laughs> no. But I think the majority of our generation did. Yeah, you should not be seeing weird, kinky fetish art before you had the birds and the bees talk with your parents. You should not Google, like, a 10-year-old boy should not Google, like, boobies and <laughs> suddenly be watching, like, S&M porn. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, the internet was so unmoderated back then. I remember very distinctly looking up, like, do you remember fucking Cyber Chase? Yes. I remember looking up, like, the name of one of the characters from Cyber Chase, scrolling through Google Images because I was a kid and I was like, oh, this is my favorite show. And I get down, like, three scrolls and there's porn <gasps> of that immediately. And I was like, what's that? Oh. And then I was done for. Yeah. <laughs> because you, could, you don't come back from that. And you're that, curious. You're and, a kid. Yeah. And it's also, like, you know it's something wrong. So yeah. you're not going to go to your parents and be like, what is what that? Is that? Because you just know that it's not good. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Well, yeah. This is a off topic, but I yeah, remember sidebar. <laughs> my brother, I was probably like eight, and my brother was applying to colleges, and he was like, there's this really cool website called College Board, because College Board was new back then. And so I went online, mm-hmm. and I looked up College Board. I must have typed in college broads <gasps> no because I, I came to a porn site and you got like all these girls yeah yeah <laughs> and i was young enough at that point that i didn't i just like fully didn't know what i was seeing so yeah. i showed my parents and they were like <gasps> and like slammed the laptop <laughs> what is like, that yeah like they weren't mad at me or anything yeah. but it's like i mean college broads college broads That's so funny <laughs> and i just wonder what it's like today if I type college broads into Google. Well, I, you'll get porn. <laughs> but, like, anyway. So, I just, I can't speak enough about how much this era changed my life. I want to, I really want to, like, do a documentary or, like, a <laughs> novel or, like, something about this. Because it's it was just, it was fucking huge. And I yeah. would not be the person I am today without it. And I was so fucking obnoxious. <laughs> I will say, though, um, if someone were to make a documentary on Tumblr, you are the perfect person to do it. Not only because Thanks. you have a lot of personal experience, but also because you've got the social work component, and you're smart, and you know what you're talking about. Thanks. You're Thank welcome. You. I'm also thinking, TBH, uh-huh. I still, if you log into my Tumblr account, have like over 20,000 followers. I mean, I'm sure a lot of them are ghosts at this point. Oh, because yeah. Because people are just off. Oh, yeah. Because Tumblr, I mean, that's end of the episode wrap up tumblr is gone now basically yeah it's nothing like it used to be at all no um (laughs) but i'm sure i could also post on tumblr being like hey i want to talk to some people who were there there oh my god yeah you would probably get a whole bunch of people that would just volunteer to do it yeah casey you better trademark this and tumblr also trademark (laughs) intellectual property (laughs) tumblr also was you didn't show your face Oh no! My so blog was nobody not my name. knew who you were. Nobody knew who I was. That was like nobody a big. That was like a big part of it. Was like uh, you didn't you didn't attach your identity to any of your work unless you were looking to like I don't know capitalize off your appearance in some way. Otherwise, and, and it was that wasn't just a thing. Really. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it was just like I really like this show. I like boho. Yeah, <laughs> and that was it. Or like I make really cool art. Yes, but I'm not conventionally attractive so people can just look at my really fucking cool art yeah you know yeah and that wasn't like a factor in it at all you could just do whatever you wanted yeah i just i i (sighs) and i dream sometimes about tumblr coming back really i can i mean i i will hope it would be 
very like I don't know I hope it'd be modern but yeah. like I think sometimes about if there's like a weird surgence of like Gen Z TikTok going to Tumblr I'm I'm gonna have a running start <laughs> <laughs> you can you can oh, all 20,000 of your followers you'll be when up they at all the come top. back yes yeah. I'll be like, hey, if I like your posts, follow me and I'll reblog. Follow for follow. God. Reblog for reblog. So anyway, thanks for talking about, thanks for <sighs> essentially letting me have my fucking jerk off about Tumblr because <laughs> I just needed to, so. That, wow. Hell of a discussion. Thank you for proctoring that. That was fun. Uh, I miss pre-algorithm days. Me too. I'm going to be thinking about that now that that thought has entered my brain. Right. Oh, damn. Now I'm upset. Ugh. How can I yearn for a time when the internet was better? It's always been bad. Like, we, we're not that old. People remember, like, fax machines. Hi, Mom and Dad. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's probably listening to this, driving a truck and being like, I've understood every third word. <laughs> not because he's dumb. He's very intelligent. But... <laughs> Hello, Father Adrian. Hi. Hello. <laughs> he, the other day, he looked at our YouTube channel, and because he watched our whole first season on YouTube. Oh, he did? And he looked at our YouTube channel with me, and he was like, by the way, I noticed that all your episodes where you guys are on camera have, like, twice as many views. So, like, people like looking at you. And I was like, we're not doing that. We're, doing <laughs> we're done. <laughs> that was so much work. If you could see how we look right now. You don't want to. <laughs> I'm horizontal. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> God. I mean, to be fair, we did look super cute. We did. We would dress up. We. Yeah. We I did. Mean, yeah. We, we had bits. We had bits. I tried to edit the videos. Nobody cared. And, and I don't. you fucking killed yourself over it, too. I did. I tried to use PowerDirector on my MacBook Air from 2017. And it, like. I would drop my laptop off at Lauren's apartment because her laptop would, like, overheat and have an anxiety attack. It sounded like it was preparing for takeoff as soon as I opened the program. I wasn't even doing anything, and it would be like... (laughs) And then she would edit, like, five minutes of videos on my laptop, and my laptop, which is, like, new, would be like, you're out of storage space. It would just be like... Which is like a twelve hundred dollar laptop. Yep, like it, it, not cheap, not cheap. Uh, anyway, but yeah. What are we talking about next week? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, should I ask that or no? A <laughs> loaded question. Oh fuck me! I have no idea. As is the usual. Is it even worth it to assign a topic at this Maybe point? Not. Maybe not. I don't know. Because you'll uh. say something, and then we'll do like. George Santos part two. Honestly, yeah. Damn. Have there been any updates on the Santos? Um, I think, but I honestly haven't been following it closely, but I think there has been. I'm sure there have been. Uh, Trump's been indicted. Yeah. That's been pretty cool. Right? Um, I also found out um, (laughs) a really distressing piece of information today concerning the former president of the United States. Um, did you know he's almost entirely incontinent? Oh, my God. <laughs> Says who? Where did that come from? A former producer of The Apprentice. His show. Because he did so much cocaine, <gasps> which is a diuretic. 
Ugh. and eats nothing but McDonald's yeah. and meatloaf that he, if he gets upset enough, will just shit himself. I believe that. I so believe and that. I didn't, and I didn't believe this at first, obviously, of course, because my information's coming from TikTok, but yeah. this was, you know, an interview he did, and he was like, <laughs> he wears adult Depends. Oh, my God. And he smells so fucking bad. And I didn't believe him at first because I was like, there's no fucking way. But I went back and I rewatched some old videos of him, like, speaking to former world leaders and stuff. <gasps> and there was this one video in particular where he's speaking to, I think it was the prime minister of Turkey. And you can, and he's like sitting there during a press conference. It's completely silent, and you hear him shit himself. Ew! Ew! And the former prime and the prime minister of Turkey looks at him. Ew! And like makes a face and is like, "Oh, <laughs> good." Like he doesn't make that noise, but yeah. like if you could see my face from that noise, you know what face I'm making. Oh my god! And. I just think that that was a really great piece of information to cap off the fact that he's getting fucking indicted. Fuck that guy. And potentially reelected. I'm going to ignore <laughs> that yeah. you just said that. Um, but it's also like he's an 80-year-old man. He's literally an 80-year-old man. Who has done mountains of cocaine. Yeah. Like, if your 80-year-old grandpa was shitting himself, I mean, obviously it'd be tragic and horrible and sad, but, like, you wouldn't think that deeply about it. No. Like, he, I just, maybe we, like, shouldn't have people over the age of 70 running the country. And you should say it again? Like, are they seasoned and smart? Sure. But at the same time, like, they're incontinent, and Joe Biden, like, probably has dementia. He definitely has dementia. <laughs> like, Did you watch any of the trial for TikTok? Like, whether or not they're going to ban it? No, I haven't. Oh my god, it makes our entire country look like a fucking laughing stock. Because the senators are asking the CEO of TikTok, Mr. Shochu, who went to fucking Harvard and is so fucking smart and so well spoken. They're like, if this device connects to Wi Fi, can TikTok steal my Wi Fi? <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> And he's and and like I get that there's a lot of really valid concerns about like TikTok being on government devices and like someone in China like hacking it somehow. Yeah. Sure, I'm sure that's a valid concern, but it's like, <laughs> like you sound stupid. You sound so stupid. And ninety percent of TikTok is people watching cat videos. Yeah. And and I. I, it's just stupid. It's just not that deep. It's just not. Like, one conspiracy theory thing I'll say. The U.S. government is already spying on us. Yeah. They're just concerned because China's doing it. No, the, the reason why they're concerned is because it's a Chinese company that owns TikTok. Mm -hmm. They don't give a shit because Mark Zuckerberg has already sold so much of our information to China. Mm -hmm. He, I I'll, I'll go on record and say it. He's just pissed that he hasn't been able to buy fucking TikTok. That's why he created Reels. That's why he, all of a sudden TikTok is getting banned is because he's lobbying and throwing all of his fucking money at politicians to get them to ban the app so that Instagram Reels becomes the new TikTok and he makes all the money that that company is stealing right out from underneath him. I wholly believe that. I believe I that with 100% of my person because yeah. I know in my heart of hearts that capitalism is the one driving factor behind all of the political decisions that have been made probably since Reaganomics. That's so true. 
No, that's so. I never even thought about it like that. That's so true. And TikTok isn't even just big in the. It's not like they're just like. It's worldwide. It's world. It's that's why it's huge. such a big deal. It's globalizing the internet in a way that nobody ever imagined. Yeah. And it's bringing people together, which I think is what scares a lot of people. Is that like, for example, like the 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 train crash that happened in Palestine, Ohio. With all the chemicals that spilled out of it, no major news corporations have been covering it mm-hmm. because they're all owned by the same lobbyists that control the fucking government. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they don't want people to know that their drinking water is unsafe. They don't want people to know that they're underpaying their employees, that the train crashed probably because they... <laughs> because they're underpaying their... Yeah. Like, I, I, I could go on. I'm, I'm, I'm running out of steam, but you get what i'm saying no i so agree with you i so agree with you and it's just it's so out of touch with what young people feel about the internet it's so out of touch with what young people are doing on the internet yes like do you remember that one senator who i don't know if it was a senator that one old white fucking man who was talking to the person who worked at at instagram in court and they were like how do we get rid of finsta oh my god did you remember that (laughs) how could i forget and she was like trying to explain like that, that's not we don't at all have any control over that like, <laughs> that's something that people make and he's like i want to get rid of finsta and it's like you don't know what you're like you just sound dumb yeah. and out of touch and so like, unbelievably out of touch it's just so bad it's so 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 bad well on that note <laughs> would that happen on tumblr not on old tumblr when the when the feed was chronological back in the good oh old days <laughs> You could curate it so well. I curated that shit like a fucking art museum. Do you, do you remember that one piece on Tumblr or this one post that was like, it took you at least five minutes to scroll through? Can you, It was like, can you, do you love the color of the sky or something like that? Uh, kind of. You, that sounds familiar. And, and it was like a gradient of colors that you would scroll through. And it would go from like a sunset to a darkness to a cityscape to a sunrise. And it just kept fucking going. That actually sounds really familiar, yeah. I remember it because I people would reblog it as like a meme to fuck with you. And then you would have to scroll through like ten of them. And see, that wouldn't happen today. Yep. That's like such, that's like chain mail. Yep, exactly. It was like a meme. and the, And because of the algorithm, that would never happen ever again. And another thing about Tumblr. Sorry, we're so, <laughs> this episode's gonna be long. Yeah, this is a good one. Um, it would be like you the mobile app mm, was, was not good. No, it was garbage. It was garbage I for a long time. I think that's ninety percent the reason why I stopped using it is because yeah. I only used it on my and phone. That, yeah, that's why a lot of people who would be like a lot of people at least at my like school who would be like, oh, I tried Tumblr and it's really confusing and I don't get it. It's because you like. If you were gonna like really do it, you had to do it you on had a laptop. To do it on a laptop, not on a home PC. Because Lord no. knows, I didn't want my mom to see that. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be on a laptop. Because you also would go in. You had so much creative control over your blog. Yes. Like it was called a blog. Oh. That I would update. I would have music playing that I chose when people oh. clicked on my blog, and I would change the background and I would change the layout. Like it was so. I literally coded it. I yeah. used HTML code. Yep, I remember. And you couldn't do that on a on a on a no, every, phone. Everything was fucking that shade of blue. Yeah. But like on the on PC, you would have people's blogs that were like I vomit. Yeah. It was like 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 rainbow neon kid core. Or like boho or mm-hmm. grunge or minimalist. 
It was so curated. It was so deeply curated. And it was intentional. You had to go on there. It was intentional because you had to sit down at a laptop. Mm -hmm. You could not just grab your phone when you were in the middle of study hall. Mm -hmm. You had to customize that shit from the ground up. From the ground up, baby. Yes. Um, Super quick because we are like out of time. Are you pulling up your blog? My my archive. (gasps) I want to show you my archive. No way. I see pink. Ugh, okay. Well, this will be a bonus episode because I don't want to like, get into it <laughs> right now. But really episode. quick. And again, for context, I stopped blogging seriously in like 2017. Okay. So this is like, this is not like current. But okay. like, look, it's just, it's so like pretty. It has poems. Aww, it doggies. has like dogs and like, it's just like, wait, that. Dance first, think later. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just so... I just miss it. I miss it a lot. Anyway. What color do you think your blog is? Fuck off. I'm just asking. <laughs> pink? It is like pink. Like a peach? It is like peach. Like a light peach. It's more like a bubblegum pink. Thanks. Yeah, it's cute. Anyway, um, <laughs> where can they find us? <laughs> they can find us on... <laughs> they can find us on MySpace. They can find us <laughs> on, on Tumblr. On LinkedIn. On Indeed. <laughs> no, they can find us on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube. You can send us an email at magnumbipod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram is magnumbipod. This would be a great time to announce we had a Tumblr, but we don't. We don't. We should. <laughs> we um, should. Please at this point. rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That uh, helps a lot. Share this episode if you know someone that was chronically online. Send it to them. See what they think. Or if you knew a, a hipster. If they have any hot takes. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna do next time. We'll figure it out. Figure it out. Be surprised. But until then. Magnum. B I. Bye. Bye. <laughs>